Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the JR Talk Podcast. I am Kevin. Joined with me as always is Andrew. And Andrew, I got news for you. We are in the, we're, yeah, let me tell you this. We're the final four. Breaking news. You heard it here first, everybody. Breaking news. The Jayhawks are back in the final four. Uh, I'm excited, Kevin. This is, you know, this team, we knew this team had it in them. And they struggled those first three games. Well, Texas Southern aside. Uh, but they put it together against Miami. And this team, no more deserving team. This is a team that had to go through a lot. Had to play a bunch of different ways, had to fight through some things when guys uh, weren't playing very well, had some injuries. And you know what? There's only blue sky ahead. I'm feeling great about this team. I think we're going to win. I'm going to say it right now. Kevin, I think we're going to win. Wow. Look, it's house money now, right? What are the expectations for KU every season? Final four and hopefully a championship final four though. Well, now you made it. You got, you got, you set your expectations. You hit them. Now it's fun. Now it's just a bland. Now, now the fun begins. It's sort of stressful getting here. Oh right? yeah. It's all oh, yeah. stress. But once you're here, I mean, this is the point when I've said this a number of times, I sometimes wish college basketball was the same as college football where you just let the one seeds all battle it out for, <laughs> for who, who wins national champions. Cause we'd have a whole hell of a lot banner, a lot more banners and in, in the rafters if that was the case. But the reason it's such a fun event is because of all the mayhem, the madness, and we survived the madness, Andrew. And a lot of teams did not. In fact, three other one seeds did not. We're the only one seed who make it all the way to the final four. And it feels so damn good. It feels good. And you know, it's more of a relief, you know, to get there. Bill Self's not had a great track record in elite elite eight games. I don't know if you know this, Kevin, yeah, it's coming back. Variance is going to come back. He's going to win like his next six. Been, yeah, so that's, that's right. So we're in the final four and there's a lot, there's a lot to do. There's a lot for you and I to do. So we've got to do this we podcast because we need to get our words out. We need to get our words out about this, this game and, and, and the, the road ahead. Um, but, you know, just let's give people a roadmap just for the week, because it's just like, this is final four week, Kevin. Well, this is first of all, this is different than any other week. Let's start. Let's start right after the game. Cause this is fun. I think, cause th- this is what happens. KU wins the game. Buzzer hits. Burn. Ah. We win by a thousand points. 27. And a thousand. And what do we do first? Straight to Twitter spaces. We got to get in front of people. We got to talk right now. We got to hear every fan reaction. We did it for like an hour and a half. It felt so good. Everyone by was the way, so damn happy. Join us on Twitter spaces. It's the new thing. Maybe we'll it's have fun. a couple of surprise ones coming up this week. Uh, we're going to just talk about some, some Jayhawk basketball, our favorite thing. And, uh, uh, you know, be, be on the lookout for that Twitter spaces. We're doing these post game. We're doing them like random lunch breaks. Keep a lookout. <laughs> so the problem with doing it right after the game is I missed all the jovial kind of like Twitter world. So right after we finished the spaces, I got to go do that. So I got to go back through and like retweet literally everything, right? All the great pictures, the videos, the celebrations, the reactions in the locker room, the post game stuff, everything, right? You got to see all that. So it's like, I got to relive it twice. And then 
of course, what do you do? You go back and read everything, right? All the pieces that come out, all the quotes, all the, you know, post, you got to watch the post game videos. Then what do we have next? Well, KU's coming back to Allen Fieldhouse, of course. So you got to like see all the videos from that. I live streamed that. And now you're fast forwarding, Andrew. You're all ready to Monday. And what did you and I do today? Let's talk about what we've been up to today. Are we going to reveal some secrets? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Cause it, cause it, t- it tells the story of the whole week. I think we, have. okay. So, well, let me, g- I'll take you back to my Sunday and, and lead you up to that point. So okay. we did our Twitter spaces and it was really fun. You go, you can go listen to it. You can get our immediate reactions uh, by listening to the recorded Twitter spaces from right after the game. Uh, well, that's a, fun feature they have. So it's like, it's like a podcast live podcast that they put onto Twitter. So go, go check that out. But anyway, I felt left out too, because I was talking about this game with you instead of enjoying all the pageantry. So uh, I, I did some Twitter diving, but more importantly, what I really wanted to do was this, Kevin, I wanted to see what was going on post game on TV. Mostly I wanted to see what was Charles Barkley saying? And what was Kenny Smith saying? Why? Why? <laughs> because of what they said at halftime, like Kenny Smith changed his pick. Oh, did he? I didn't even from Miami. Uh, Cause so at the beginning of the game, he says he wants can he's picking Kansas at halftime. He's like, actually, I, I meant to say Miami. Oh, and Charles is like, Charles is like, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You meant to say Miami. And so now we blew him out in the second half. I was like, well, I need to see what, what they say. So they start off normal. Right. They start off the normal conversation. Chuck says like two or three words and then he stops. He turns his head. It's like, you pick Miami, right? <laughs> like, out of, and then everybody just starts laughing. It's like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause he wasn't going to let that go. And so then they That's funny. basically just said, uh, oh, yeah, Kansas somehow just blew them out, blew the doors off of them. So I had to go back and see that. Cause you know and what? I, Cause you know what I want to do? The second a KU, uh, KU beat somebody in the final four. Uh, to get to the final four, I want to go hear what Charles Barkley has to say. What the well, hell, Andrew? What no, are you talking about? I wanted to see what that reaction was going to be right. because I'm it joking. was like completely blew up in his face. That's funny. from what what happened at halftime. So anyway, we go through this. There's a lot of uh, watching the videos from the players. A lot of watching uh, mastery. A lot of lot of stuff going on yeah. in mastery. Wish I could have been there. Yeah. You know, er- earlier in my life. You know, this is probably not in the in the cards for us Johnson County dads here. Uh, Maybe on Saturday. Maybe. Maybe on Monday. <laughs> it might be a way to. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next few days. Yeah. So, but anyway, so, story. so anyway, we wake up this morning and I think I texted you. I'm working on the playlist. Mm. So talk about the playlist for a second. In 2018, we did a podcast that was essentially all of the best, or really all of the <laughs> KU basketball themed songs that have come out that we could find. I think there was like 17 or 18 or, or, you know, there were some other things mixed in there too, like the fight song and things like that. Uh, and it was a hit and we've got a lot of requests for that to come back. So I listened to that a couple weeks ago, like when the tournament started, I guess it was about a week ago when the, you know, before Texas Southern and, and I was aware that it existed, but I was not aware that people still remembered it, but it's come up a lot. The people are demanding a new playlist and we have new songs, Kevin. So I got to work on, on make sure I have them all. 
and making sure I have all the new ones. And then what order I'm going to put them in. This is a lot of pressure it's work. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, I, you, you're very serious about this too. For the people he's taking this extremely seriously. You know, like when you were in high school, maybe middle school, you had that girl and you were like, man, I'm going to make her mixtape. You know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to do this right. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it tells a story. This is, this, this is, is what my, Andrew's, this, Andrew's taking this that seriously. This he's is my sure mixtape girl. This is my mixtape for you all. Yeah. All you listeners, this is my mixtape for nothing you. But love. That is love. Nothing but love. Uh, and really, it's <laughs> it's my mixtape for me. Because well, not only am I going to put this together, I'm going to probably be the number one click rate on, on this, <laughs> this podcast episode. So we're going to put that up on Wednesday morning. Is that right? Uh, yeah. This will go well, up. Let's shoot for this, Wednesday. This podcast will go up. Monday night, and you'll probably listen to it Tuesday. This, and then it will go up on, or this will go up Wednesday morning, and then we'll have the radio show go up Thursday morning. Yeah, probably so Wednesday we'll, late night, but yeah. So yeah. there's going to be, and all of it will be evergreen, so you can listen all week. It's all going to be stuff that's coming. The up. the other element to this to this uh, playlist, folks at home, is that I asked Kevin are you going to put a secret song on there? Cause last time we put a secret song on, do you remember it was, what the secret song was? It was Hunter Mickelson. Yeah. Ma'am. I'm Hunter Mickelson. So which we are Frank Mason, which I made a dumb version. Ma'am. I'm Hunter Mickelson. <laughs> which, <laughs> like, which now it feels a, like a thousand years ago. It's a more polite version of the, <laughs> of the Frank Mason song. It's a love song. It's a love song. Uh, all these songs are, are rap songs essentially. Except for, uh, so, Hold except on, for hold Kevin's on. dumb acoustic. Except, except for, so we needed to just like mix it up a little bit. So Kevin does an acoustic, almost like not country, but like, you Kinda know, slower folksy. country, folksy inspired. Uh, yeah, just an acoustic. Cause that's what Hunter Mickelson was into. Yeah. He was probably into like DMX. Like we don't, we don't know that. Talking about? We don't know that. What are you talking about? There's no we don't chance. Know that. No chance. So anyway, uh, but we've got some other ones we need to add in here. Uh, Kevin's got a, a Billy Joel ripoff. We didn't win the title about the 2019 team not winning the Big 12. That's an important one in the the lore of this. And then I asked him, "Are you going to do a secret song for this one?" Well, you got you got to get Mitch in there too. The Mitch. Oh, and then Mitch will be in here too. Yeah, Mitch on Lightfoot's prominent in in this playlist. Uh, but and Kevin, are you going to do a new one at 4.02 on PM? I'm looking at it right now. You said you got a secret song and I called you a minute later. Uh, and I said, do you want one? And you, the answer was yes. And of course I want, I mean, what kind of question is that? And so I like took literally 10 seconds thinking about it. And I said, okay, let's write right now. Or let's workshop right now for the next like half hour uh, what we're going to do, what I can do. And by the time we hung up the phone, we had a a plan, sort of. Mostly actually we had written. the outline. Pretty, pretty well done. It was mostly. Yeah, for a first draft. Needed to be cleaned up a little bit. but with, And then I spent another probably 30 minutes on it. So <laughs> in a total of an hour, we got a, a full song written, which is sort of true. It is a song about Remy. Oh, of course, it's the people at home are like, of and course. it is. Should I tell? Should I say anything? Else? I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think so. It I is not an say... original. It's it is a it is a it's a Weird Al version. We took the we took another song, and we made it a Remy song. 
You know, in that uh, we didn't win the title, you're you're called the KU basketball weird owl. I think that's a a badge of honor that you should I wear. Do too. <laughs> I do too. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Andrew. That's right. I love me some weird owl. That's me there's too. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So anyway, we're gonna get that out to so you this guys. This is what we've been doing. We've been Wednesday. doing crazy, stupid, stupid shit on Twitter. Yeah, and then reading everything, putting playlists together, writing songs, and then now talking here. Tomorrow, we got all kinds of fun stuff to do, too. Uh, and Andrew, Wednesday, I hear there's a rumor. We're going to do a three-hour radio show. Oh, my gosh. So, well, that, we have some things to talk about. The, the playlist. We got some We got some stuff to talk about. This could be great. This, this week is awesome. No work. Nobody can work. That's the best part about it. <laughs> like, I know you probably have to work. Don't do it. Just, like. Do the TPS reports. Make sure you have something in your screen that can cover your screen. It is time to only talk about KU basketball. Load up that podcast playlist because everybody listens to music on podcasts now. That's the new thing that we've started. Load up that. <laughs> just play it all day. Play it all day. This is highly curated, uh, the order here. Uh, so it's going to tell a story to you all. Okay. So it's going to tell a story from beginning to end. So just put it on. See where it takes you. I love it, uh, and and then we'll have you know a, a, a long show for you all to digest on Thursday when you're not listening to the playlist, and then maybe we'll do some other stuff in between uh, the game. Here's the uh, biggest in, problem in I have, Andrew, is I was yelling so much yesterday during that game. Mm, you got to get your voice. Right. I don't have a voice. To, I can't sing right now. Like I can yeah. hardly sing. It's bad. All so right, I got, I got to record them. Yeah. Let's let's move on and do let's talk, talk about, about that game. The the game. The, the game. The really the half. The first half <laughs> was I'm, I'm much half. was more of the same. The first half was more of the same. We looked a lot like we did against Creighton. We looked a lot like we did against Providence. It was all kind of just this mishmash of can this team win a title? Can this team win even this game playing this same type of game? Look tight, passing up shots. Offense wasn't really flowing uh, at halftime, Kevin. I'm just going to ask you this. How are you feeling at halftime? Terrible, terrible. I was on my fourth TV. I grabbed a beer. I needed to, I needed to pee. I grabbed a beer and sat down in my office, literal fourth TV to watch the last possession of half. Good one. And it was a good one, which is why I never moved the rest of the game, even throughout halftime. Did not leave my seat. Had to pee. Needed more beer. Didn't say, hey, uh, you know, kid or wife, can you bring me a beer? Nothing. I didn't want to change anything. And I stayed there the entire time. So, no, I was feeling terrible until, again, we uh, we got through, got to the second half. And then that was pretty fun. But, yeah, the first half, they were tight. I mean, Andrew, it felt like the prototypical uh, KU's in the NCAA tournament is favored and is not playing like it. And, and is I mean, missing free throws all over the place. Miss, I mean, Oh, for at from three point range, just l- stupid turnovers. Like it, they weren't even taking bad shots. It was just like, they were just, they were tightened up. I literally tweeted at halftime. Everyone needs to go take a shot of whiskey and chill the F out. Like that's what and- it felt like they needed. 
Have you seen the articles that came out today about what actually did happen? Have I seen the articles? During halftime. But please, go ahead. Of course you have. But I'm going to fill everybody in just for the (laughs) sake of telling the story. What do you think I've been doing all day? We asked this question. I know. We asked this question on the Twitter spaces yesterday because we were very interested and probably everyone else was very interested to know as well. What did he say? What did he do at halftime? Because there was obviously a large switch um, from how we played, from just the way we played, the emotion in it, the the tightness of it went away, played very loose. And obviously, Bill Self was pissed off. And he said that, that he was pissed off. But, and everyone expected him to go in there and be pissed off. And he, he, didn't, go, he didn't go in there and do that. He went in there and was very calm, very deliberate. And he just made the changes he needed to make without freaking out. And everyone was like, did that just happen? Is this, <laughs> is this, our, is this our coach? Who's this guy? And we came out. We made those little changes. And those changes were very important. They're specifically to how we were guarding McGusty um, and kind of how we were playing those guards. Those were big changes. And that defensively was the difference in the game. And obviously, offensively, played a lot looser. The lid came off the basket, and we won forty-seven to fifteen in the second half. Which so crazy. when is when is that ever happened? That's absolute bonkers. Yeah. So I mean, the the biggest switch it, it felt like was just having Juan just face guard the shit out of him. Yep. Uh, and and I and self credited him in the post game. You know, obviously didn't score a lot of points or anything, but was a, a massive factor in the second half and they got some looks. They didn't make them, but they were all, they did not get the same shots they were getting in the first half. So whatever they did was good. And then Andrew it's like you said that we just very quickly got back to tide very quickly, took the lead. And then it's like the building shifted, the crowd came alive and Miami just folded. Like did Strength not have disappeared. Anything. They made I mean, six field goals. They were spooked in the second half. No matter how you watch this game from just you're using your eyeballs or following kind of the percentage tracker or following when points were scored, you know, they scored like four points in the last eight minutes. Like they were stuck on 46. They got a, they got a field goal. They got a free throw, got another free throw later. It's crazy. They ended up with 50. They scored 15 points <laughs> in the second half. 15. Andrew, I read this somewhere. Maybe I heard it somewhere. Miami was held to 0.69 points per possession, the lowest in the Ken Palm era for them. Wow. That's going back to 2002. How about that? That's 20 years worth of data. How about that? Just, uh, and that was not we, all defense, by the way. That was them spooked AF. Like they just had nothing, and they started shooting dumb shots. And they they were obviously they weren't even running offense. You know, the last ten minutes of that game at all. It was it was really weird, but it was fun. <laughs> I'll say that it was a lot of fun for KU fans. It was it was a lot of fun, and got to see the lid come off for Ocha finally a little bit. Finally. You know he. He hit two three-pointers. One of them was at the very end, which was kind of just like a bow. Just kind of needed to know that it could go in. So we 90 seconds left. He got the ball in the corner. Might as well make it fly. Game was out of hand, but might as well let it go. Went in. Got himself a couple dunks. 
you know, it's good to, good to see him have the ball go in because, you know, at the end of the day here, you know, we advance out of the Midwest. We're going to the final four. They, they choose an all Midwest tournament team. We had three Jayhawks on that team. Ochai was not on it. Yeah. I mean, Ochai did not deserve to be on it. It nope. was Rem, Remy was most outstanding player of the Midwest. How about that? Uh, and then Dave and CB joined him on the first team or on the, on the only team, but all mid all Midwest. So uh, our, our all American, our first team, all American didn't make it over three other starters on this team. And, you know, I think that'll change, but you know, it, it goes to show you, we did not need Ochai to be at his best to get through these four games. Yeah. I, I can't decide if that's a good or bad thing. Probably a good thing. Probably I mean, a good thing, but it's a little, it's kind of scary. Yeah. But the good news is, I mean, there's, we've talked a little bit about the, the fortune that the team of destiny, Kansas Jayhawks have had in the postseason here with the draw with the Midwest regional with overrated bad teams. Uh, and, you know, thankfully, we got that draw because if we had, you know, North Carolina as our eight or Memphis as our eight, that probably would have gone differently the way they played. Now that's again, just the way they played. Uh, if we'd have had Houston as our four or five, it probably would have gone differently. And so like, now I'm not saying, I mean, obviously that that's completely comparing, you know, something that, that who knows how we'd have played against those teams. But all I'm saying is, we got a draw that allowed us to play shitty, frankly, and still somehow win. And then Andrew, you kept hearing Bill self say, we've yet to hit that, that next gear, the real, the gear that we are capable of. And he specifically pointed to, you know, Remy's come on. Remy's been a, a revelation, but when Remy's come on, we still haven't seen everyone around him play their best game or even good game. And that second half was a just a picture, a view into what that next gear looks like when you got CB making threes and being aggressive, when you got uh, Ochai making threes and dunking dudes, when you got, uh, you know, when you got Dave being good, big Dave, <laughs> getting rebounds and, and, and ones and making his free throws and playing good defense, when you got Mitch coming in playing lights out. And when you got Remy not needing to be the hero to win and play well, and Jalen, who didn't have a great game off, uh, efficiently, at least uh, from an efficiency standpoint, had a bazillion rebounds again. And so, like, everyone played good at the same time. And holy shit, like, if we could bottle that, like, there is no chance anyone will beat us. Like, if they can figure out how to do that again for, 80 more minutes it's over, but I mean, obviously I'm not expecting that, but you got, that was fun. Yeah. Easier said than done. It was against Miami. It was not going to go against Miami in the future. We're going against Nova going against potentially Duke or North Carolina, uh, assuming we get that win on Saturday. So I, I think this team probably, I mean, it's tough to say we could go to another gear because of how we played, but Ochai still wasn't like, the Ochai we've seen in the past, I mean, only had 15 points in that game. And I say only, uh, you know, this is a guy who can score and he has not really scored. Uh, and he, he, he needs to be able to 
put that ball in the bucket from three. And I guess he had two in the second half. So like it's, it's all got to come together and it all can come together. Still there's, there's, I think just that extra level of championship gear we can get to. Uh, and I think they can do it. I think they're, they're playing loose. And I, and I, I think that these first four games are their own type of tournament. And I think getting through that is an accomplishment in itself. Now you've got this separate tournament that you can focus on. You've got four teams, two games, and they're all good teams. They're all teams that you've heard of. Yeah, they're all teams. They're all teams that you're not going to overlook because they're all teams that have won championships since 2008 or the, the latest one here. North Carolina's won three since then or two since then. Uh, Nova's won two and Duke's won two. We need to get, we need to get even with these. Our, turn. These, Our turn. These, these guys are, are teams that have the pedigree that have the name and that have the dudes. These are not, you know, random recruits who are beating you off the three. These are all five-star recruits or four-star yeah. McDonald's All-Americans. These are dudes. These are not five-year players that bounced around and bounced around and bounced around. And we're fun. putting up your best dudes against our best dudes. This isn't some fluky deal. These are four great programs, four great teams, all going to clash in New Orleans. Can't overlook that. You've got to be absolutely prepared. And Kevin... It reminds me a lot of 2008. It's not four one seeds, but it feels like it's four long lasting, high quality programs. Blue bloods. All me like blue bloods. Yes. All me three blue bloods and a new blood. Yeah. I think that's fair. Some people want to call Villanova Whatever. blue blood. I, I don't want to get into Whatever. that conversation because I just hate it. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, uh, so I no think this team's got to be locked in, getting ready. It's not like you're going up against uh, Loyola Chicago or, or you know, those random teams that have, get, have gotten in recently. These are these are all big boy teams. Yeah. So, I mean, do you want to take Villanova first? Do you want to talk about the Final Four generally? What do you want to do here? Let's talk about kind of like the storyline, like the what the, the narrative part of it. Not okay, Coach K. Because yeah, I, I think that we've we've sort <laughs> of talked about this before, and to the extent that there's any pressure put on teams, that that, that added pressure negatively contributes to the team. Is if, if if that's true, which I'm not sure it is. If that's true, we've luck we've lucked out completely because everyone's just going to be talking about Coach K and the story of the players being told North Carolina and Duke have never met in the tournament. This is the first time. And it's coach K's last season. Like it's building up to be a super bowl on Saturday night, a super bowl. And then you'll have to come back and play. And then you got to play again game on Monday. That's good for us. That's great for us. So you, you look on ESPN right now, there's only coach K talk. Only. On, on ESPN.com, or that's the only thing they want to talk about is Coach K in the Final Four. We're the only one seed left, and no one's going to talk about us. And it's wild. I, I, I was listening to the Ion College Basketball podcast with Gary Parrish, Matt Norlander, friend of the program. Uh, and they were like, Kansas fans need to calm down and, and, you know, just because they're not talking about you. And, and it must've been one tweet that they were reacting to because by and large, yeah, I, don't, I would say that this fan base 
is thankful yeah, that I'm we're thrilled. not having the all the focus put on us. Like this is this is the way we want it. It's kind of best case scenario. I mean, like, uh, sure, best case scenario might have been we play the peacocks or whatever. But like those two playing on that side, the 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 pageantry, the hoopla around that game, and I hope it goes into fourteen overtimes, uh, because it'll be the second game, <laughs> Andrew. We we have the undercard as you might expect, uh, but yeah, it. I mean, just just think of what we saw in the final game uh, with, with Duke and North Carolina, when, when North Carolina came and just schooled them inside Duke's arena on coach K's last day. And then he had to do the whole thing. Like this would be pure bliss for Duke to sort of get back at them for that. But my God, how funny would it be if, if, uh, if North Carolina does it again, which they might, which they which, might, which they might. I mean, they've, if you go to the Bart Torvik, which we need to get everybody acquainted with, uh, his, it's like Ken Palm, but you can do it kind of by date. If you go from February 28th to onwards, North Carolina is number one. If you take that, that slice of time and we're, we're, we're not bad. We, we did lose a game by 10 to TCU on March 1st. Uh, so like, we're not, I think, I think February, if you take it from February 1st, KU's number one, March 1st, it's North Carolina. So North Carolina is playing the best basketball in the country right now. Uh, and they, they showed that in the tournament. They, they beat Baylor and almost blew out Baylor should have blown out Baylor, but whatever happened. Uh, and so they're going to get up against Duke. They could beat that, beat that Duke team. And they should probably beat that Duke team. They're four so they're and a half points. Yeah. Four and a half points right now. Four and a half point underdogs. I might take North Carolina. I'll, at least, close. at least take the points. At least I don't points. trust Duke, dude. They're not going to shoot ninety percent in the last six minutes of every game, which yeah. feels like what they've done. That's not a thing, unless that's a team of destiny too. And there's there can only be one team of destiny. We are the team of destiny, Andrew. That's we right. are the team of destiny, not them. Uh, well, and just getting back over to our matchup. So we are going up against a Villanova team where we've not had a lot of recent success against Villanova, at least in the postseason, we did have a home and home with them fairly recently. Uh, and I think we split that and the past turn past three tournament games have not gone. Well, we beat them in 08 though. We beat them in 08 in the sweet 16. And I, I think we beat them convincingly 2016. Not so great. Not so great. That was that was a game where I felt great about that team. I felt, and it came to it was close, and it was a close game. And it was a great elite eight matchup. It wasn't like we played poorly. It was just a great basketball game that we were not, uh, we didn't come out ahead on. There was a chance to get redemption in that in 2018 in the final four. Whew, that didn't happen. Nope. Uh, we gave up 18 three pointers. Is that what it was? Something like that. Eight, they went 18 for 40 uh, and so crazy. Blew, blew us out. And now we've got them uh, rematch uh, in the final four. And I, I think this is our time. I think this is our turn to beat them. I think we're going to win this game uh, for a lot of reasons, because I think we're playing well. I think we match up well. I think we've got the players to beat this team. And the, the other side of that is it, it, primarily, I want to say focus on our team. Like our team can do it. 
the other side of that is, is Villanova is missing their second best player. We all watched that happen in the last minute uh, of their game against Houston, where uh, Justin Moore tore his AC or tore his Achilles, Achilles. and it was very visible on the camera. Blah. Maybe not. Maybe not look, like on the first pass. It. It, it was very visible. So they're going to be shorthanded, Ugh. and and really, it's they they play six guys. They're going to have to just play five guys now. What you can do in the tournament, I'm not that. I mean, unless you get in foul trouble, but right. Yeah. Which five is like five is tough. Having a short bench is doable. Five is like, are they all going to play 40 minutes? Are these other guys going to have to? No, but yeah, they don't. I, these other guys really don't play. I mean, so it's going to be a bit of uh, a, a bit of a stretch for them. So they're not going to be at full strength. But that being said, that aside, this Kansas team can win the game. Justin Moore aside, if he, if, if he was going to play or not, uh, th- we're going to win this game. Uh, the way we're playing, the way Ochai is going to play on Saturday and on Monday, this, this is going to happen. I like that. So let's talk about Villanova for a second. Andrew, you mentioned Justin Moore's injury. They still got Colin Gillespie, two-time Biggie's player of the year, uh, averaging like 16. Really good three-point shooter, not surprising. 42% from three, something like that. He's got to be, I mean, he's he's the key now for them. Not that he wasn't before, but he's, he's definitely the key. Uh, and he's a good defender. Uh, and then the the other side of that, though, is is senior forward Jermaine Samuels, who has been himself a little bit of a revelation in the NCAA tournament. Uh, and so, and he's been, he's been playing really, really, really well averaging uh, for the season, like 12 and seven, but, but way more than that, I think in the tournament, something like, I think he's averaging like 18 and nine in the tournament. So he's been great. And those two alone, you know, can, can beat teams. So it, they got some dudes, but uh, Andrew, the, just, a couple of the things we, we actually talked about this one, one night on the, on the Jayhawk talk radio program. Cause I, if you might remember this, Andrew, I had had a nine team parlay that I was trying to hit. I and I needed this. Villanova to make two free throws late. And we looked down and we see that the free throw shooter is like a 92% free throw. She were like, Jesus Christ. And then they show another graphic that says Villanova is the number one free throw shooting team in the country and has set records. Yeah, they might. They have a chance to be the best free throw team of all time. Three percent as a team, Andrew. As a team, is that right? Am I reading that right? Oh, I've got there. Ken Palm pulled up. Let me see what I can give you. Eighty-three percent of free it's throws. Good. It's pretty good. Right now, it is the free throw best percent eighty-three point zero, number in one in Canada. One history. You know what they're going to make against us? Like forty-seven percent. That's right. Forty-seven. Like I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> care about free throws. I just want I know it's just like, crazy. crazy. I want them to go twenty-one percent from three. Yeah, no shit. That's what I want. <laughs> oh no shit! So their three-point percentage, they're in the they're sixty-first, um, uh, averaging about thirty-six percent. Uh, but Andrew, they've got a great you know, great offense and a really solid defense. They're top 20 in both numbers. They're top 10 in offense. So they're, I mean, they're, they're a legit, legit basketball team. They've been good all year. They got 30 wins in the big East. Uh, I mean, this is, this is a great team. It's a two seed for a reason. Uh, I still think I like KU's chances though. I think Justin Moore is, is a reason for that. I probably would pick KU either way. 
Uh, but I do think it'd be closer to a, you know, one point or two point uh, line instead of the four and a half that it is. It's four and a half. I think so. Okay. Did it open at four? I think it opened at three and a half. Okay. Let me, let me check the latest. I don't want to lie to you. I don't think that's going to move at all. I don't think there's any like late money situation coming in one way or the other. That seems about right. That seems so about right. right now be. it's four and a half. Correct. Okay. Over under 133. What's good number? It's gone up since it marked at 131 to open. So there you go, Andrew. That's wow. Villanova. I think we can win this game. I think so. And, and that would set up a, a match against either Duke or North Carolina. Just there's so much history with all of these teams. I mean, we can go back to 91 losing to Duke. You can go to 93 losing to North Carolina. We beat North Carolina 2000, 2008. Uh, it's just, I mean, we go against Duke in the champions classic. This is just, there's so many storylines. There's so much history. We share a lot of history with North Carolina, just being like, there's this Kansas connection and we swap coaches with Roy. We, uh, you know, there's just a lot of, of history. You could almost tell the history of basketball of college basketball with all these teams, uh, on the floor at the final four. And I, ho- I hope they do some of that because it's, it's going to be, make it very interesting, but you know, what, a, what a final four to be at. If, if you're, if you're able to go like, this is, this isn't, you know, some random teams get in and it's expensive. You know, it's, of course it's going to be expensive. It's Duke, North be really expensive. Duke, North Carolina. Like that's I mean, that's crazy to, for that to happen in the final four. My, uh, but, but, you know, I, I want all the focus to be on that game. I want us to take care of business and the early game, enjoy ourselves afterwards, the fans. Anyway, I want the team to be prepping themselves, but you know, enjoy that North Duke, North Carolina game. It'd be the best Duke, North Carolina game I've ever watched. If we win <laughs> that early game on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what happens. Uh, let me tell you a couple numbers real fast. Duke right now is the favorite to win the title plus 160. So a hundred dollar bet gets you 160 bucks. And I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this question. I'm going to interrupt you. Do you think that's a factor of one public money? You know, people like to bet on Duke because people, it's the only team people have heard of Two, North Carolina is deemed an easier team, a weaker team. They're an, they are an eight seed. They're an eight seed for a reason. And you know, the, the numbers will, will move that line. So they have got a better chance of reaching uh, the title game? Uh, Or do you think that the numbers and the sharps are saying Duke is the better team of the four? It's probably a little bit of lots of things. Uh, Probably a lot of, you know, coach K final thing, Duke thing. I think there's some, something to that. That's a public money thing. Uh, Going through an eight seed. You know, I think that people generally view that as, an easier path. And Andrew, I don't know about you, but it still feels like I could be wrong on this. It still feels like not many people just uh, believe in this KU team. Uh, And that's, I mean, I'm good with that. (laughs) I mean, so far it's worked out. Okay. So, but you, you hear the storyline is always something like, 
well, you know, this is a, a good KU team, but, you know, very different than normal Bill Self teams or or not the quite talent level that you'd expect from a Kansas team, but boy, they've put it together. You know, that you hear that storyline like every single time somebody who doesn't really follow college basketball or even people who do say that stuff. And I think there's something that just kind of permeated out there. If you if you're curious, Kansas is next plus 180. So that is uh, it's close. Yeah. Like it's not it's not crazy. Let me tell you one other number. Heard okay. this from Jesse Newell today, our guy Jesse, friend of the podcast. He says that on uh, per five thirty eight, you know the old uh, more stat Nate nerds. Silver. Yeah, uh, as it stands now, KU is a forty one percent to win the title and sixty nine percent to get to the national championship. So they got sixty nine thirty one for us to get there. And right now, 41%, as you might expect, that is the highest. So the num- what are the, do you have the other ones? No, I have to look it up. I just heard I just heard him say that. I have not I've not uh confirmed these statistics, but anyway. There you go. Uh, to, I want to get back to your <laughs> your comment on this is not Bill Self's most talented team, but it may be his best coaching job. That is the most it's the worst trite piece of information like this is a little different context but like right now the boston celtics are the number one seed in the eastern conference heading into the playoffs no one is saying you know this is not the best boston celtics team yeah really we know there's not the best boston celtics team like there was larry bird and robert Parrish in the 1980s (laughs) but no one why why would you say that like why does what this team looked like in in 2008 have anything to do with this team in this context like talk about Oshai being a first team all-american who hasn't got going yet talk about i mean people talk about remy but i just think that it, it doesn't tell you anything when you say this is not bill self's most talented team uh the chicago matter. bulls team that's going to be in the playoffs not the most talented <laughs> chicago bulls team kevin you know this i have heard that i did confirm the 538 numbers they are they are correct Per per five thirty eight sixty nine for the first round and forty one to win the championship. And Duke then do you is have thirty one. Yeah, okay. Duke is thirty one. North Carolina fifteen. Villanova thirteen to win the national title and to get to the second round or to the I'm sorry to the championship. Duke sixty two. North Carolina thirty eight. Okay. So there you go. Nate Silver. He's, He's never been wrong. Not, not once that I can remember. <laughs> not once. Well, sometimes he's just less less wrong than everyone else. Yeah, right. Sure. It was, there you go. It was the polling. Yeah, uh, polling polling error. It was a polling uh, error. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kevin. So uh, we have a lot to do this week. I mean, the team's got to get ready for Villanova, but more importantly, you've got a song to record tomorrow. I've got a playlist to put together. We've got three hours of radio to fill on Wednesday nights. And then the world's our oyster. We can, we can, we can do whatever we want. Maybe we'll do a spaces. Maybe we'll do something else, but it's all to get ready for Saturday. Can we talk about our final four superstition? Is it, is it a superstition or more of a ritual? Maybe ritual. Speaking of things we still have to do this week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to take this or do you want me to? It's been so long (laughs) since we actually did it because we didn't do it in 2018. Which was our fault. Yeah. Yeah. So 
we I don't know if this is well anyway, we went to the graveyard that of <laughs> well, let's just stop there. Yeah, we went to well, the graveyard we of graveyard. James Naismith and we just were very respectful. I think and, we left him something. Uh, we made a gift to the Parker the left some candles and a, yeah, a basketball. We left a basketball. Yeah. Just to it, it's 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 cool to see that that it's it is located in an art. Bog Allen's right there too. Not our far. adopted city. Yeah. It's a, in, in our adopted city. This is an inventor of the entire sport to pay your respects. And so uh, I'm not saying everyone should go crowd around and, and, and make it a, a tourist thing, but if you want to no. go pay your respects, it is on the East side of Lawrence. Uh, just Google it. Uh, it's, it's a very uh, humbling thing to do. And I think that that's a, we should, we should all at least pay our respects in our, in our own way, whether that's going to the graveyard or not. Well, you know, there's, <laughs> I'm going to get this wrong because I don't really know anything about this stuff, but you know, there's like uh, uh, the great wonders of the world and the, the great, you talk about like the, the, if you were to, to Mount Rushmore, or if you were to talk about the, the praying to the basketball gods, Andrew, you know, pray to your own religion, do that. Sure. But if you just happen to subscribe to the idea that basketball gods could exist, I feel like one of the portals, one of the one of the temples would probably be either Allen Fieldhouse or the gravesite of James Naismith. And we're just doing our bet. We're just doing our part to make sure that if that's a thing, you know, you can't say we didn't do it. You know, I've always liked to say this, Kevin, is that. Kansas basketball is not a religion. It's better than religion. Okay. <laughs> okay. So take that as you will. Yeah. We we do, I mean, we do play basketball in in a, a hollowed hall for sure. Hallowed halls. Okay, Kevin, we need to get some sleep because there it's we got a big week ahead of us. Yes, we do. Lot lots to do. This is this is the best. This is so much fun. I've been in such a good mood. Man, it's just, it feels so good to finally be here and looking forward, you still see a path. I know it's, I think it's okay to start talking about it like that now. Cause you made it here. That, that was house money. And, and you get past Villanova, you're playing for a national championship and you get to be matched up against Duke or North Carolina. Like seriously, what more could you ask for? This is great. That's why you play basketball. That's why you go to this school to this play in a awesome. game like that. This is awesome. All right, let's get out of here, Andrew. We got a lot to do. <laughs> so tune in. First of all, hit us up on 610 Sports on Wednesday, 6 to 9 p.m. Central. We can find that streaming as well. Also, you know, watch us on those spaces. We're going to do some of those too. You can hit us up on Twitter. We will be putting out a boatload of content, maybe a song, definitely a playlist. So watch that. Watch the podcast feed. And if you get a second, do us a favor, go out to iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. This is the time of year where it's extra vital. Just take 10 seconds. It won't take you long. Leave us a five-star review. Put a comment down there. Tell us your own ritual. Tell us your final four thoughts. Whatever you want to do, leave a comment. Say something nice. And that really helps us to get this podcast out to more Jayhawks, which we got to do this time of year. Everybody needs more content. So we appreciate you very much for listening. We look forward to talking again very soon. And Andrew, we good? Always. Rock chalk, y'all.
Jayhawk shirt or a new clean bands with a sticker on the back with the K and the U. Uh huh, yeah, baby, that'll make you say, ooh, we at the top of the top, just like we should be. Started from the bottom, thanks to what James could see. Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same for, for the fans. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. This for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. This for my J-Hawk fans, for my J-Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing, with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering, with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now, if you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them ones high. Shout out to the booster showing love in the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no Jayhawks. That's like having no streets, but trying to jaywalk. They see us as support, and we see them on the court. So we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short. We win together, and we lose together. But win or lose, we still booze together. Struggles in my life will change me as a man. But one thing that'll never change, I'll be a Jayhawk fan. I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby. This for my J. Hawks. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. Hawks. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we Hawks, baby.